Hey y'all, welcome back to Clarity with AC. I'm sorry that it's been so long since the last time I've posted something, but you know, the way virtual learning is set up this school year, it's taken me a little while to adjust <laughs> to that. For those of you who do not know, I am a school counselor outside of being a therapist and a high school counselor at that. So um, it's been a lot of adjusting going on um, in this virtual space. But nonetheless, here I am, and I'm so excited. Um, I do plan to be more consistent. I would like to drop something biweekly. As soon as I figure out how to work this whole microphone system, I really want to give you guys a quality experience when you're listening to me. So as you take this journey with me, I just ask that you all be patient with me as I figure out this technical side of having a a popping podcast. All right. So um, today we're going to be talking about the art of letting go. You heard me the art of letting go. That is, when you hear somebody tell you to let go of something or they're letting a situation go, or you might tell yourself, you know what, I'm gonna just let it go. Like Elsa, let it go, let it go. But how many of us know that that is so much easier said than done? So much easier said than done. And I know I have been victim to saying I am letting a situation go. And then I get triggered. And I realize that I haven't let it go. And it's still affecting me to to some extent. Now y'all know I am all about definitions (laughs) and so I decided to define what letting go means but I wanted to break down the two words let and go so when you let something happen or you allow it or like I said you 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 say I I let this happen that means to allow or permit or to grant occupancy of use of. Did I say that right? Yes. I'm sorry, guys. To grant occupancy. Okay? I'm going to cut it off right there. So you are allowing something, you are permitting something, or you're allowing something to take up space. You're granting that thing occupancy. And then the word go means to move or proceed, especially to or from something. And then it also means to depart or to leave a place. So I'm letting something. That means I'm allowing something. I'm permitting something. It's granting occupancy. And also... To go means to move forward or proceed, 
especially to or from something, to depart or to leave a place. Now, I decided to break those apart first because in order to to let something go, it means that it had to have space somewhere in our lives in the first place. It means that we permitted something to happen, that we allowed something to happen in the first place. So ask yourself, what did I allow? What did I give? What did I allow my mind to focus on? Who did I allow to take space in my thoughts? What situation have I been holding on to and it's just been causing me to have racing thoughts and anxiety about it because I have allowed it to take up space in my mind. I know with me, I'm a people person and I take friendship very seriously. I take relationships very seriously. And so there have been moments especially like, you know, within the past year where I may have allowed people space in my life. I've held space for them, not only in my heart, but in my thoughts, you know, just in my physical space as well. And when I felt like the friendship, the love that was given, the energy that was was given, the time that was given wasn't reciprocated, then I allow my mind to dwell on that. So I'll give you um, an example. The last person um, that I considered dating, um, it didn't turn out the way that I expected it to. But here's the thing. My discernment is always on fleek, okay? Like, do people, first of all, do people even still say on fleek? But whatever, I say it. So my discernment is popping, let's just say that. And God will always tell me when something isn't right. Or where that person is to let me know that that's not it. This person isn't where you are. They're not ready. I need you to pump your brakes. Let it go. But because of who I am and what I do, you know, I just tend to connect emotionally. And I start to create space for this person. I meet their emotional needs, affirm them. Just basically, and that's just who I am anyway as a person. Um, And when it's not reciprocated, because one, they're not, they don't have the emotional capacity to. And then two, I have false expectations at this point. So I allowed the situation to take place. I allowed this person to continuously be in my space, even though I already knew where they were. And I just continued to create something that I wanted, but it wasn't ordained. And so now I'm letting something happen. 
Now I am granting this person space in my mind that didn't necessarily need to be there. They didn't work for it. They didn't deserve to be there, but I allowed it to happen. And so in the end, um, I wind up getting hurt. Um, Not because I wasn't warned, because I was. Not because they didn't show me who they were. They definitely did. But because I allowed it, I permitted it. And so now when I am forced to accept what I allowed, and now I am in a position to make the decision to let it go. And letting something go or letting someone go is bigger than just saying it. Because you can say all day long, oh, I let that go. I am not mad at this person anymore. I'll give you I'll give you another example. I had a friendship friends since high school. Um best of friends, honestly. And the friendship eventually shifted. Not because anyone did anything in particular, but it shifted, grew apart. There were things that I I used to deal with or put up with, you know, when we were younger. And the older we got, I'm like, I'm not feeling this. I'm not going to do it. And time just allowed, you know, space to come, space to come between us. And I was okay with that because I felt like we were growing apart anyway. This person, um, you know, some situations happen. Um, this person decided to tell me that they felt as though um, I was jealous of them and everything that they w- that was going on in their life and all of that. And I just accepted the fact that I was a villain in this person's story. And... Once we stopped talking, you know, I was I was good, you know, never said anything ill about this person because I didn't have a reason to. Um, and I felt like, you know, I was OK letting the situation go. We had one last conversation. It was heated because at that point I was just like, I don't know what, what else you want me to say. Like, I don't want your life. So, you know. I really don't know what else there is to say um, about that. And I let that situation go. It was almost a year since we had spoken. And recently, um, I know y'all see me post about my little sister. She got married. Um, But during her bachelorette weekend, and I love her friends. You know, we had a good time, but I was triggered um, I wound up having a, a bout of anxiety because of something that happened at our Airbnb. And, um, like my paper plate had caught on fire in the microwave. And that triggered so many things in my mind 
because of what happened with the other friend during her bachelorette weekend. And my mind just went 10 miles an hour. My wheels were turning. I couldn't be present. And the following morning, we talked about it. And I'm just like, I'm sorry. I don't want you to think that, you know, I'm not present. I'm not here and all of that. And, you know, she had to remind me, like, first of all, Aisha, I know you. I know that I know your character. Um, I know that something else was going on and I would never think those things that that person thought about you. So it's okay. And it made me realize like, man, I'm not over that situation. As much as I said that I let it go and, you know, I'm good and this, that, and the third, I was actually really still hurt about the situation. And something as simple as a paper plate catching on fire in the microwave triggered so many thoughts from the previous bachelorette party um, weekend that I had went to. And I'm like, hmm, I got to reach out to this person. I got to let them know that I wasn't holding anything against them all this time. Like, I, we genuinely just didn't talk because we just didn't talk. But I wanted to to just have a, a, a mature conversation where it wasn't heated, where we weren't acting out of emotion, but just truly saying if we're going to let this go, like, let's let it go in the right way. So I reached out to the person. We had a conversation. Um, and it went how it went. Um, and after that, I truly felt because I was able to really get out what I needed to get out. Um, and I really came in with the mindset of I'm not coming in angry. I just wanted you to let, I wanted to let you know that I was hurt in our last conversation and that's why I went the way that it went. Um, But I really want you to know there's no hard feelings. I don't hate you. I don't, you know, dislike you. I'm not mad at you. You know, I just think that we had a great friendship. Um, It was for a season and I just wish you all the best. Um, the person's response, you know, was what it was. It was still self-centered to me, but that's why our, our friendship went the way that it went in the first place. And despite how the person responded, I was okay. I was okay because I wasn't going to allow that person to take up any more space in my mind. I wasn't going to allow anything that happened between us. I wasn't going to project that on my friendships that I have now that are pure and genuine. And I know that are lifelong friendships. And I chose to depart from those thoughts. I chose to leave that place of anger and hurt towards that person 
and embrace the the beautiful friendships that I have now. I have a y'all may hear me talk about this on social media sometimes. Like my village is bomb. I have been blessed. Not only with two dope biological sisters, but with an amazing best friend, amazing what I like to call family. These girls are my sisters. And I couldn't have really embraced the beauty of those friendships if I was still holding on to this bitter root of how that other friendship ended. And so a lot of times we miss things. We miss the beauty in moments and we miss the beauty in the the people that we are surrounded with because we're upset that something else that we thought should work or that you know we thought we may have wanted to work out and it didn't and now it's causing us to be triggered by every little thing because we haven't left that place of hurt or disappointment and someone told me today um and I love her she's like um She's like my spiritual big sis. We went to lunch today. And it was confirmation about something that God has been telling me to do in my personal life. Um, And she basically said, until you let this particular situation go, this other thing won't happen. And... I'm being vague because I want it I want you to be able to grasp the concept and apply it to your life. I had posted something um I want the end of last month and it was basically about um our opening day at work and this guy had came and he was just like, you know, a lot of times we can't embrace the blessing because we're still holding on to brokenness. And it's so true. It's so true. Why can't you move on and 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 let the hurt go? What are you holding on to? Is it the idea of something? Is it this concept of I am a good person? I do not understand why this person would have treated me this way. Or why they would dog me out, why they would cheat on me. Why they would, why this friendship didn't last and I gave everything, I I kept every secret, I affirmed them, I loved them, I was always just a phone call away, anything that they needed, I would drop everything and be right there for that person. I was a good partner, I was a good friend, I was a good companion. So I don't get it. And so you're holding on to all of these what ifs and whys. And you can't embrace what's right for you, what's meant for you. And so the question is, okay, Aisha. So, yeah, I have said all those things and I just I just I'm not in a space. I can't let it go. So how do I get there? You have to make the conscious decision 
to say, this did happen. It doesn't feel good. I don't condone what this person did. But what good is it doing me if I'm holding on to every hurt and every wrong action of theirs? If they never apologize, if they never acknowledge how I feel, how can I let that go? You make the decision to. You make the decision to say, I don't want to feel like this anymore. I don't want to give that person that much control over how I feel. We in the same space and and I'm mad and I'm down and I'm and, and my heart hurt. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You don't get that much control over me anymore. I'm going to remind myself that what is for me is for me. And what is for me would not intentionally hurt me. And if they did, they would acknowledge it and do better and not make the same decisions over and over again that caused hurt and harm in the first place. And to my believers, you lay that thing down. You you say, okay, God, I'm having a hard time accepting that this is what happened. So I'm giving it to you. And I'm going to need your help navigating this thing. So when it hurts, I'm going to talk to you. And when I want to think about it, I'm going to think on on good things. Things that are worthy of praise. Things that are excellent. Things that are pure. Things that bring me joy. Those are things that I will think about. And how I real how I will redirect my thoughts. And then I'm gonna count the cost. Is this worth me consistently dwelling on if it's not going to change? Because people are gonna be people, and when they show you who they are, you better believe them. And then make the decision to either I'm gonna keep rocking with this or I'm not. I think a lot of times we we continue to entertain friendships that are toxic or that are not for us, or we entertain people and relationships that are not for us because we really truly believe there's this, this irrational thought that says it doesn't get any better than this. But the truth of the matter is, God didn't call you to live a life that's beneath you. He called you to live an abundant life, a good life. And yes, although there will be trials and tribulations, some of these trials we choose. And you need to ask yourself, am I choosing this? Am I choosing this? And so you let go by making the decision to, by laying it down. And counting the cost. And what I'm choosing to do now 
is I'm letting it go. I've already allowed it and permitted it. I granted them space. And now they don't get that space in my head anymore. I'm choosing to leave that place. I don't wish them any ill fit, anything ill. Matter of fact, I want them to have God's best for them. I want them to be who God called them to be. I wish them love. I wish them happiness. I wish them peace. And if we're ever in the same room, which more than likely we will be (laughs) at one point in time, I genuinely can say I hope you're doing okay. And I wish you nothing but the best. Because I'm not going to stop what God is, is wants to do in my life holding on to stuff that's not for me. I just refuse to. I want everything. I'm coming for everything that he has for me. Because he already told me that I like nothing good. That I will live to see good things in the land of the living. That he has good plans for me, not to harm me, but to give me a hope in the future. And I want to embrace that future with open arms. (laughs) With open arms. I want every good thing, and I hope you do too. So my therapeutic tip for you today is if there is something that you know you need to let go, that you need to move on from, that you need to stop giving space to, I want you to write it out. Journal if that's your thing. If you're a believer, I want you to have a sincere conversation with God and talk it out and ask him to help you maneuver. It's a daily walk. It's a daily decision. So ask him to be with you every day as you let it go. And if you need to do something to symbolize you letting it go, sometimes people write letters. They don't mail them. They either burn it. I mean, you know, you can have a little fun. You know, just don't set the house on fire. (laughs) Or you can throw it away. Or you can do like a bonfire and you could, you know, put paper or things that remind you of the situation into the fire. Clearly, I just may like that idea. I might do that myself. Um, Sometimes there's this chair technique where you can put a chair in front of you and you can act like the person is there and you could just get everything out. Whatever it is you need to do, Those are some ideas for you to symbolize that you're actually letting it go. 
But even after you do that, after you write the letter and throw it away, after you talk about it out loud, after you journal it, you have to make the conscious decision to walk it out. So I am praying for you. And I hope that you make the decision to embrace every good thing that is meant for you.